Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. I was born in France, I have an MBA in hospitality management, so I travel the world, at least the east part of the world from where we are. I worked in China, I worked in Hong Kong, Cambodia for two years in Cambodia, and I moved to the U.S., Thanks to my wife then, eight years ago, where I got into the management in the U.S., but then got into the tech world and the analytics as part of my daily job, but six years ago. When COVID hit, I started to get deeper into the analytics, watched a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of tutorials, a lot of free applications to learn how to do data analytics and everything. And I started a side business via a pool at a fairly low rate get some business and that's what I did. Started during COVID as the add-on to my day job. And six months after I started doing that as a side gig, I quit my day job and I do, did that as a full-time. So it's been two years now I'm operating data selling. That's a data analytics, mostly consulting small and medium businesses. I heard about a sentence when I moved in the U.S. saying, fake it till you make it. And I did, I applied that sentence to the first year of my business. I took any kind of contract I could get in order to get more customers and get more reviews. Didn't really matter if it was something I knew what to do because I knew I could figure out a way to do it. I spent a lot of time, a lot of unpaid time figuring out how to do things via YouTube and other applications that have some time preview like data camp where you can learn how to do things without paying anything. And that's how I did it. I remember my first client, I just, I maybe like invoice four hours and I spent three days figuring things out on how to do X, Y, and Z. And he was happy. And I was like, okay, so I can do it. So I did that more and more and more. Always to project outside of what I knew I could do because I wanted to learn more. And I was able after one year to take any project from Excel to any kind of database management. And yeah, fake it till you make it and also I didn't spend, I didn't have any money to spend and I didn't spend any money when my, my full first year, I didn't have any referral money. What I was making on Upwork, I was reinvesting it into Upwork in order to apply for jobs, etc. because that's our Upwork. And now I closed my second year as a full-time consultant and I did spend a year more money, but my first full year of getting clients that I'm still working with, I didn't know much. But that didn't stop me. So I learned for free on all the platforms that we have available and I faked it till I made it. I don't know if I still if I made it, but I'm working towards that. If I'm pretty sure I don't fake it anymore. I was saying earlier that the good things about taking any project that comes your way is that you're going to be exposed to many different people, many different companies, many different expectations. And with them of work and how much people like to hear from you when you work on a project or not. 
And there's definitely like as a biggest failure, because I like to start by the, the minus and finish by the plus, but at the biggest failure, I took a project that I knew, I thought I would, I would be able to do it. And that's where the, the sentence fake it till you make it as a limit, because you can't shoot for the stars with just a ladder. It's not how it works. And, and I did that and I failed. After three days, I realized working 24 seven, I realized that I could not do it. So I had to go back to that person and say, I can't do it. Don't pay for me. I didn't do anything. Anything that you wanted, I can't do. And that was a failure one. And two, it's also led me to realize that I can't do everything about the stars and there's something that I have to refuse, but maybe it's huge success. As the biggest success, I mean, I have many. I was able to quit my day job. That's my success. And I'm still working to build up my company. I wish to the very where I live only off of that job. And I also provide for my family. And that's success of being able to rely only on that business that I build. A lot of people say, don't put your eggs in one basket. I don't think I do. It's my company. And I'm very proud of who I am, but I only 10% of the way. Google is your best plan. I think that's my best tip. When I got into a certification class earlier this year, a lot of people were like, oh, but how do you do that? How do you do that? And my first reflex for everything is Google. Google it. I thought about this and mm-hmm. I question about it. Google it. There is no all. No one is going to be mad at you for Googling it. It's like my best tip. Google it. And my technique, I bought, I believe I bought something to the data world that was very different from what people expected. When people think about their data, they think about someone that's been on a computer with a math science degree for most of their life. I come from customer service. I come from restaurants. And what I bring to the table is I respond. And I respond to what people not only want to hear, but they do not expect me to respond, I think. And I believe that's what people kept coming back. So find something, that's my second tip, but find something that you're doing that could be applied to the industry you want to succeed in that not many people are doing. So I'm not going to say find a niche, but I'm not talking about technical skills. I'm talking about soft skills. Apply the best of your soft skills to what you're going to do. That's very, it's not all about business. It's not all about business. It's about person that you are. That's what is going to make your business successful. And that's why I pushed on maximum. It was very hard for me at the beginning to get people to interview me because I'm pretty confident about my ability to close the end once I get a meeting. But in order to get people to meet me, that was hard for me. And I, I just respond fast. I get a great response rate. I keep my email under two hours response rate. That's what I strive with. I've seen a lot of them on LinkedIn about people saying, start your own business, do your own thing. And it's not a rainbow world. I also think that not everybody is made to have their own business, but you can succeed his life with doing something on the side, bootstrap or not. Aside from your day job, doing your own business, it's not always the response. So if you have like sparkles in your eyes from what you see on LinkedIn, think about it and talk with people that have done it. Positive feedback and some with less positive feedback is good to have an overview of everything. And always keep learning things. You never reach the top of what you can learn about one thing. And that's what will make you in constant evolution. There is one good point about working for yourself is you have you can always make the time. You may not always have the time, but you can make it. And you can make the time to learn new things, talk to new people, and make sure that you're not that lady. I hope you enjoyed that episode and were able to take away a valuable nugget of information that you can implement right away in your own business. 
If you feel your story would be valuable for the listeners of this show, please visit frugal.show forward slash guest. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.